everybody, welcome to the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail. This is podcast number four, where we talk about the 2016 Walt Disney World Full Marathon. Joining me is delightfully dopey Kimberly. Hi, everyone. Photobomb Becca. Hi. And a new addition to our podcast, Tiny Tiki Jessica. Hi. So, Jessica, we've known for a number of years. Uh, we actually, uh, Kimberly and I met her um, through her husband, Frankie, uh, who does uh, photography and video recording uh, for a number of Run Disney events. Uh, so, uh, Tiny Tiki Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself and your Run Disney experience. Well, I started uh, running Disney in November of 2013 with the Jingle Jungle 5K. And needless to say, like a lot of people, I was hooked. So I've been <laughs> running pretty much consistently since about just over two years now. And I can't help but I love it. And this was my uh, second uh, Dopey Challenge. Second Dopey. So help me remember, uh, Kim and Jessica and Becca, uh, what was our first race we ran with, with Jessica? together is that is that the tinkerbell 5k no we ran before well we met we did like you know group session out at trader sam's which of course is a must do yeah that's more fun than the running but <laughs> and then yes. i think we were we didn't run together for the splash and dash or the swim meet whatever we're calling the debacle that was the wine and dine that year I think that was 14. Yeah, but we met her September, didn't we, of 14? Yes, you did. I mean, yeah, it was... It was so I remember, I remember Kim and I so very rudely coming up to you and Frankie at Trader Sam's in Disneyland because you guys had a table that had two empty chairs and we didn't have a place to sit. We recognized <laughs> Frankie, so I think we rudely kind of introduced ourselves and plopped our fat butts down at your table. But I'm trying to remember when we actually started running. With, well, with the four of us, I think it was the Tinkerbell 5K yeah. okay. uh, from last year. Oh, do I get an extra credit or something? Do I get a drink off someone? Does someone... No, because we, we ran before that. We ran... We at least ran into you for Princess. Because then when you did... You guys went from Princess right to the cruise. And Jessica went on the cruise. So oh, yes. when Jessica came back from the cruise, she texted me and said, we have to run together. And I said, how about tomorrow? <laughs> so Jessica and I did back-to-back Saturday, Sunday, like, runs like that Back week. marathons. Yes. yes. Yeah, so for those that don't know, Photobomb Becca and Tiny Cheeky Jessica actually don't live very far from each other. Sort of just down the road in uh, Central Florida area. So they are, they are locals. So they've run a number of non-Disney races together, probably more non-Disney races together than Disney races at this point. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> All right, so we, 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 we've sucked Tiny Tiki in a number of times. She's dressed up with us um, a couple of times, although uh, mainly just for 5Ks. Um, and the times that she has participated have been epic. Yes. Yeah, so we've put her in a hamper and an umbrella hat when it was raining. Mm -hmm. We've done a number of things to her, although um, our epic um, inside-out costumes were her idea, um, and she did run as sadness and slippers uh, for that whole race, so she was all in on that one. And and that was our longest uh, 5K to date, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, so um, uh, when, when she goes in, she goes in big time. Um, but we've brought her um, in today to talk um, about a different uh, racing experience uh, because she actually ran the Walt Disney World Marathon, like ran on purpose for time, <laughs> which is very different than, than the experience uh, that, that Kimberly and I have uh, for most of these marathons, especially at the end of um, Dopey. So tell us a little bit, Jessica, about your experience um, with the uh, the week up until the marathon and how your marathon went well uh overall i was going into this dopey challenge having done it you know once before i I kind of already knew what to expect you know i I had fun with the 5k i ran the 10k a little bit faster than i wanted to but i was running with you know a good running buddy of mine so i was and it was raining (laughs) yes yes that too that too i kind of wanted to get that that just done uh so 
I took the half a little bit easier than I normally would, and then by the time it got to the full, um, I was trying to run for time, but it's dopey, so let's face it, it's, it's a bit harder to do that, because you do have the 22.4 miles in the three days leading up to it, but my goal was to try and get around five hours or so. Or a and what corral did you start from? I started in uh, G, for the half and the full, I was in G. So, so about mid, mid, mid pack. Yeah, mid. Yeah, I would say that's about right. Mid pack or so. I think more towards the first half of it, but yes, mid pack. So, I, I liked it. I I enjoyed that corral. I didn't experience that much uh, congestion at all. So overall, good corral to start from. Always room for improvement, but I will I will take it. I was very happy to be in G. Um, but so how was your race? Any, any pit stops, or did we just run? I, I just ran. You ran the whole thing straight through without bathroom breaks? Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that's much what I do. I'll, I'll pause, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, you know, grab water, and I was very thankful I had brought a, uh, a cliff shot with me, because I forgot that with the full, they don't start handing those out until I think mile 15. Yeah. And I was needing one around mile, you know, eight, nine. So I actually, I brought one with me, so I was thankful for that. But my, I was trying to maintain about a 12-minute-per-mile pace. And I stayed relatively close to that, got a little bit slower towards the end because my feet were getting tired at that point. But I, I was very happy. And I actually, believe it or not, I did stop for some character photos. Ooh. Yay! Shocker, I know. But so towards the beginning or towards the end? So did you stop towards the beginning or towards the end? Oh, the end. Okay. Towards the end. Towards the end and only if... So if I could kind of pop in and pop right out, I did it. So I got to meet the genie right on the uh, boardwalk towards the Swan and Dolphin. And he's the one I remember the most, to be honest, and Scrooge McDuck in Epcot. So the genie was no, out... That was a character stop for you at mile 25. Yes, you were the most important one. <laughs> you got suckered suck suck with, with Rebecca and Sean and my parents. Yeah. I was so happy. I think I was smiling just right through the end of that. I was just so happy. That gave me such a boost of energy. I was I needed that. So I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being there. So I really, really appreciated that. So, I was so excited to be there. I was like, you know, booking it to make sure I got there. I wanted to be a part of everybody's dopey experience that weekend vicariously on the sidelines and it was spectacular to be able to see Tiny Tiki there. Jessica loved it. Thank you. Oh yeah, well no, thank you. I was, I was so excited. And Gail, when your mom offered me a sip of margarita, I appreciated it. <laughs> I passed because I wanted to make sure I made it over the finish line, but I was just so excited and happy. My mom's always there for everybody. She's, you know. She's a giving woman. Yeah. Very supportive. <laughs> the fact that we were all double fisted really made I was going to say, not everybody would give you, yeah, not everybody would give you tequila, so you know, she's <laughs> No, I have to ask her again if that's what she, in fact, had said. Yeah, well, you know, you know, my obviously, you know, you noticed that Sean and my dad didn't offer you any of their drinks. So, <laughs> so let's step back for a second because, um, so, so Rebecca did not. Did we talk that? Did we say that Rebecca wasn't running? Rebecca was spectating. No, no, we were gonna bring. I was gonna bring her in here in a, in a second. So, photobomb Becca is our eternal uh, marathon cheerleader. Um, she has been out there for a number of years. Um, even before I met Kim, um, she would come out and, and cheer me on, um, has volunteered in a number of, of Disney races um, as well. And so she was kind enough uh, to spend part of the morning um, with our friend Sean, um, who ran uh, Dopey with us last year, um, and my parents. Um, she struggled and, and, and spent the morning in Mexico, and I believe you guys ate Mexican and drank tequila while you waited for all of us. So I'm, I, I'm sorry that you had to do that. <laughs> I'm sure it was terrible. <laughs> it really was. It was the hardest part of the whole weekend to, you know, have margaritas and eat the fabulous guacamole um, in Mexico. It was really, really quite a chore. 
Yeah, sometimes you just have to take one for the team, right? So, I Rebecca. I've done it better this year than I did last year because last year I didn't make it to Mexico um, for Margarita. So, this year I, I learned more about my professional spectating duties and actually had a special request this year for um, someone who I know that's running who had it on his um, marathon bucket list to finish with a margarita. Unfortunately, he is very fast, and he finished before they opened the, the kiosk for the margarita. So I had to drink his, too. It really, really was bad. But he did. But you said he came back and had one with you. He did, but it was a sloshy one. So yeah, I'll, learn, I mean, I'll learn better for next year. Right, so this is this is one of Rebecca's coworkers. We know him um, from runs a lot of local races, so we've had the chance to meet him. Really great guy. Um, unfortunately, an actual runner, right? So we say hi to him in the beginning of the race, and then we don't see him um, unless he hangs around and waits for us at the end. Um, but a great guy, and I'm sure he appreciated having you there as a spectator too. There's just something about having somebody at the end of a marathon who's happy to see you. Oh, <laughs> as, that is Jessica said makes all the well, I, I think that, you know, I mean, um, we asked Re- Rebecca to join us on this podcast talking about the marathon because that is so true. I mean, um, you know, spectating is basically really, really hard because, I mean, yeah, you get to sleep in sometimes. In this case, you did. But it's it's really hard to go out on the marathon course and wait, 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 and then your runner runs by really, really quick. You know, so I, I think, you know, we have to applaud those who actually come out and take the time out of their day to, to see us run by and maybe like, you know, hug their sweaty bodies, wrap their sweaty bodies around us or, you know, um, carry and some last medals. Year, last year we saw a photo bomb Becca twice. Uh, she actually came out when we came around by uh, the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian where we were staying and we essentially just threw sweaty clothes at her and left. <laughs> right. For the first one. And then that she was- came and met us at Epcot again at the end. So, you know, it, that's a trooper, you know, to, to come and do that. And, and you know, it's, it's really appreciated. But you know what? It, it's so much fun spectating, too. Um, I think that this can be said when you see strangers that are running by. Last year, you know, outside of the Grand Floridian, getting to see you guys, worried that I was going to miss you, um, and making it out there to see you was really great thank goodness I had a hat on and the fact that I didn't brush my hair you guys didn't notice because you would have been like really you just rolled out of bed we've been at this for hours so that's kind of fun but then to turn around and be able to make it um last year I was like at mile 25 and a half this year I was a little earlier in at almost right at 25 and you know just to see everyone people you don't know the, to be able to cheer the people that you don't know on who are out there for the charity events or who look like they're struggling and they've got their names on their bibs and you can see whether they're doing dopey or goofy or out there probably potentially for their first marathon, you know, and you're cheering them on and they look at you and they're like, thank you so much, you, you person that doesn't even know me and is cheering me on. It really, you can tell that it means a lot to people and it really kind of gives you this, this great euphoria on the sidelines it's it's fun yeah so one of the tips um that i would have for you know running races and everything um the run disney races if you get your um proof of time in and and you have your bib and you get it um early enough you can have your name printed on it which is great because people um will see your name and and give you encouragement and call you by name but what we did what um gail and i did this year is we um we dressed up as musketeers and we had kimberly and gail written on our shirts which you know was wonderful when you're going through the marathon and saying come on kimberly come on gail and having people cheer you on so we really appreciate that. So there's a tip. If, you, if you're running alone, you don't have to. You can have your name on your shirt and, and people will cheer you on. All right. So let's talk a little bit about our marathon experience, Kim. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I want to know where, um, uh, Jessica, where did you stay? Did you stay on property or did you stay at home? I stayed at uh, All Star Sports. 
All-Star Sports. And how was, that is one of the value resorts on property. How was the um, ride getting into um, the marathon? Did you drive? No, no, I took the bus. I mean, that's actually the main reason I choose to stay at the resorts because the morning, especially the mornings of the half and the full, I would rather just use Disney's transportation. I don't have to worry about finding a parking spot. And after the race, I just walk to the line of buses and I, I get right back on. So to me, it's all about convenience. Okay. So so how much is, may I ask, how much a hotel room is a night at um, at uh, All-Star Sports? Uh, it varies depending on if you can get discounts or not. But I would say on average, it's about maybe just over $100. Okay. So that's oh, not that. Reasonable. Yeah. Real reasonable. And so, how were the buses? Because notoriously, the the um, you know, it has a bad reputation for Marathon Weekend. Were the buses? It's a large, it's a large resort. So All Star is uh, sports, music, and movies, and they uh, share a bus system. And all together, there's five thousand seven hundred and sixty rooms there. Um, and I can say that with some authority, as having been a front desk manager there for a number of years during my Disney career. Um, but it can, the buses can get very crowded and depending on whether you're the first resort or the last resort pickup, um, it can get crowded and it can get busy. So, um, was that an issue or, uh, and did you notice a difference between half marathon day and marathon day? Uh, I would have to say that the day that it was, I felt it was the most crowded was actually the day of, it was either the 5k or the 10k. Okay. Believe it or not, uh, for the half and the full, I think they, they had a ton of buses coming in uh, all at once that were picking up for that resort. So oh. I barely had to wait for the half, and I think I went right on after I finished the full. Okay, and, and what... so did they, did they do just All-Star and then go straight to the, the start of the marathon, or did they stop at any other resorts? Uh, from what I could tell, I think All-Star, um, well, All-Star Sports is always the first stop. So I know that in the morning, um, we would just go straight from All-Star Sports, and that went directly to the races. You don't have to stop oh, wow. at all okay. the other ones. For the expo, you do. The expo okay. will go to you know music and movies. But for the races themselves, you go straight from All-Star Sports right to uh, the drop-off area for the races, and then coming back again right from the race to All-Star Sports. Okay. Awesome. So that's great. Yeah. Really... <laughs> so what time did you get up? Oof, I think usually it varies since the transportation does get earlier and earlier each day. I would say on average probably about 2.30 Ooh, so. wow. That's you're, an early, you're, you're an early getter there. <laughs> yes, I, I, I like to get there not right as soon as the transportation window opens, but within uh, before it reaches like the halfway point. Ooh, wow. During the window, yes. Yeah, so bless your bless your heart for getting there. Right? <laughs> well, so so um, Gail and I are not early risers. We will <laughs> we will, we are notorious for hitting the snooze button a few times. But I believe we were actually um, we were there. I believe we got up at three, and we were staying at the Polynesian Bungalows, Disney's Vacation Club, um, Polynesian Bungalows, which is on the monorail loop. And we walked over um, from the Bungalow One over to on um, the TTC ticket and transportation center and this is the earliest I have ever been to the marathon start we were actually able to take group photos for perfectly goofy Gail's um, perfectly goofy photo and then we were in the Mickey Milers uh, group photo as well so I, I don't remember the last time I've been no and we usually do not make any of those but th- but you know that's a great tip for those people that stay at the Polynesian um, you can go up to uh, the great ceremonial hall and hop the monorail there, but realize that that's the resort loop. And so you have to ride it around to the Contemporary um, and the Grand Floridian uh, before you get to the TTC, and then you have to get off and transfer to the Epcot line. But it's just as close for most of the buildings if you just walk straight over to the TTC and get on the um, Epcot direct monorail line. Um, and you know Rebecca can, Rebecca can speak and speak and speak to with us uh, for for all of the races except for the marathon. That was wicked easy. I mean, we just walked right on, and it was you know they were running to, to Jessica's point. They were running a lot of monorails, like they were running a lot of buses, and we didn't wait but a couple minutes, if at all, 
No. They just drop you right off there and you walk right out. It was very convenient. It was very convenient, but it also is very pricey and lot out of a lot of people's price ranges. So it was very, we were very thankful to have um, Rebecca's Disney Vacation Club points. So thank you, Rebecca. I loved it. I tell you, that was a, you know, that's a different podcast, but talking about the resorts, the, you know, the poly is just so fun and the location. I think for me, the hardest part kind of reverting back to the prior day's race was actually walking from our location back and getting on the monorail and just not really wanting to move. Um, and then we, after sitting on the monorail to go down the ramps and across the, the little walkways to get back to the poly, really kind of was looking for the golf cart. And wanted <laughs> I, to get will say, yeah, I will say that about the bungalows. They're beautiful. I mean, they have a spectacular view of, of, of the castle and and the early and the early morning um, alarm clocks, the built-in alarm clocks. Of yeah, course. the the, uh, the the ferry boats and the and, and when they open the Magic Kingdom, but um, they are set. If you if you park in the parking lot or get dropped off in the ceremonial house, it's it's a hike because because they're out obviously on the water um, to get that view. But um, yeah, I, we shouldn't I be complaining about that, it having yeah, put in the miles I, that put in. I will admit to feeling it, especially after the marathon, because I did not have a very good marathon. I had a pretty ugly marathon, so um, it made it a little bit harder, I think, than, than normal. So so we started in, I don't know what where we started. Did we start in? G. G? G? Yep. Okay. Yep, G. So, so we were in there with, with Jessica, but she was obviously to the front and took off. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of us. We were like, bye, have fun. so so the typical start of the marathon is um oh god what did they have did they have corrals a through p they have a wheelchair start the start begins at 5 30 um and um national anthem with every corral wave they have the fireworks which is really spectacular and i'm sure all the people who are staying at old key west and um port orleans enjoy them just as much i'm sure Every time, right? <laughs> That's what my husband says anyway. Um, and uh, you start off, the the route is the same route basically for miles one through five as the half marathon course. And the character stops were basically the same as well. So, yeah, and the, you know, the interesting thing is, and you know, we've had this conversation for a number of years, and... Um, Becca and Jessica can, can talk about this because it's the case in a lot of these Disney races is it's you, you, get, you get a lot of character um, stops in the beginning um, but note that it's still really dark out when most of those corrals start um, and what we have found is you know the lines tend to be long because it's the first opportunity to take character stops and everybody's really excited so everybody stops and all the character stops but we haven't had very good luck with pictures turning out very well um, because it is really dark. Uh, so we've kind of adopted the, the stance that we run until um, at least it gets to be slightly dawn um, when we know that our pictures are going to um, come out. Because sometimes in those early character stops, you can be waiting 15, 20, 25 minutes because everybody's so excited. Um, and then it's frustrating when your photo doesn't come out. Right. So let's talk about the weather because the weather progressively got warmer which was lovely lovely for yeah, no and it wasn't yeah and it wasn't overly hot i thought it was actually fairly enjoyable yeah we were wearing um as i said we were dressed up as uh musketeers and we had um white tech shirts with um we were what we call uh costume light everyone was asking us what we were going to wear for our um our marathon costumes and as we had said before our costume theme of the weekend was classic Disney so you know I know I'm very sorry to disappoint everyone but I really do not want to wear a wig for a 26.2 mile marathon so you know this was our costume light um, musketeers and I think it was just enough costume what do you think Gail and they're very cute like um, that's actually been one of the very few costumes that I've recycled, right? It's a great costume, to your point about having your name on your shirt and having people call out to you. Um, it's a great one if you're running by yourself. There's always other Mouseketeers on the course with you. Um, 
and it's like I said, it's just enough to be cute in photos and, and, and cute when you go running by people, but it's not enough where um, your wig gives you a migraine headache by mile 12 and you still got to run another <laughs> another half plus in it, um, or, or you have things that you end up discarding on the, on the side of the road um, because you just get bogged down. So um, costume light is big fan of that for, for anything longer than a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the course, um, because they demolished the Speedway, the Disney World, Walt Disney World Speedway, they had to add in, I think, how many miles? How many miles was that Speedway? Just one mile? Like, I, I would say close to two by the time we ran through the parking lot and went around the Speedway, because the Speedway was like a mile oval. Well, so they put in some extra mile, well, or added some extra um, uh, time, extra um, mileage into... Um, Fantasyland. Yep, into Fantasyland. Right after mile, well, between miles five and six. So that was just another little, like, you kind of zigged and zagged around around some stuff. Yeah, so we went into New Fantasyland. We went, um, so instead of going, you know, taking a left. Okay, so back to Be Our Guest, uh, which was the second character stop in New Fantasyland. Uh, we were saying that we stopped there and saw Lumiere leaving, um, and Cogsworth came into his place, which is great because two very different characters that you don't often see out, mainly just in the stage shows. So that was a nice change. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I like, you know, having done these races for a while, it's just anything that is new is, is great for great fun. So I look forward to that. And then as soon as we went into the castle, we didn't have a hard time getting through the castle. And I'm sure, Jessica, you flew right through the castle, right? Do you know what time you went through the castle? Was it crowded? Did you come to a, a stop? No, no, not at all. I, I went right through it. Um, I do not remember the time. It probably would have been only maybe slightly before you. Okay. So I forget the mile marker, but maybe... The only thing that like... tends to slow people down um, in the castle um, in, in some of the earlier corrals is they, they still put Anna, Elsa, and, and everybody up where the trumpeters used to be, um, where you can't touch them. Uh, but a lot of people stop and, and try and take backwards selfies and, and, and get Anna and Elsa in the back there. So that can be um, a, a bit of a challenge as well um, when you come into the castle. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jessica, did you get your photo taken? Did you get your photo in front of the castle? Uh, in front of it, yes. I'm pretty sure I did. I, I know I, I know I did for sure during the half, so I might have just, you know, run right through during the full, and I'm sure the photographers, uh, they had their from Marathon photo. I think they caught me. Yeah. I, since I'd done it for the half, I, I just went right through. I was just happy to run through it. <laughs> I yeah. always love running through the castle. It's one of my favorite parts of the course. Oh, absolutely. Je um, Gail and I, of course, stopped, and uh, we did one of our um, jump poses. We asked if we could, like, jump in the air. Not that these ever come out, but we had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, right before we turned into Liberty Square, our friend Meryl was out again, and uh, we got another selfie with Meryl before we went on our way. Yeah, so we're running by, and all of a sudden I hear, Gail, Gail, stop! <laughs> and I'm like, what? Because, you know, at that point, you know, you're, you're what, all past, like, what, 13 miles in, so you're kind of, like, zoning, right? No, no, she no. Goes, That's only, yeah. like, we were close to, we weren't even at six yet. Oh, really? Okay. I get confused. Um, But she, but Meryl goes bounding over, <laughs> over the gate on the, on the bridge, um, going into, uh, Frontierland, and, and it was great to see her because we were very, uh, we, we hadn't expected her to be there, um, and so she managed to find us, so that was that was fantastic. So um, to Jessica's point about having people cheer for you on course, um, that's awesome, and what's even better, and we'll talk about it, is she popped up later in the course as well, so um, she was another one that, that made an effort to find people at a couple places, so that's really really great so they added another um it's a small a small turn but they added another hairpin like um uh, like maybe like 0.2.3 um right before you went out um magic kingdom gates over the um train tracks we actually took the first bridge to the right um and turned over to big thunder railroad and then we yep. did a hairpin turn and we saw bear rabbit bear bear and bear fox right before splash mountain which was again you know people uh characters that normally aren't on the course it was it was cool to see them as well 
and really not all out together, right? So the fact that they have multiple characters um, in one stop is fantastic, right? Because you kind of get um, the whole gang in a lot of instances. Or they'll put a bunch of princesses out, or they'll put everyone from Song of the South, mm-hmm. or they'll put everyone um, uh, from, you know, a couple of the other movies. And that's just, that's great because you get a bunch at once, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's great. They didn't have... They didn't have Lewis, my, my alligator, out um, in, as you come over in Frontierland, so I was a little bit bummed about that because Lewis is my favorite gator. They um, didn't? I, I think I saw him. No, he oh, wasn't no, there he for was. the half, but he was there for the full. Okay. Because I remember missing Lewis because I like Lewis. Lewis yeah, yeah. So I don't have my photos up, but because normally we cheat and we go back to. That's why we take so many photos, is so that we can remember what we saw in course. And and by the honestly, by the day you're on mile, um, you're on day four, you are just exhausted, and and everything just blurs together. So it's really easy since they are basically the same course, and then up into um, mile nine, um, you know they they do kind of overlap. So it's always like, what were we wearing, <laughs> and that's how we can remember. So, so basically it's the same course. We go down through Cone Alley again on, uh, near, uh, Grand Californian. Um, yeah, no, sorry. Grand Floridian. <laughs> oh my Lord. And, um, the wedding pavilion and Polynesian. Um, there seemed to be the same characters out, right? I mean, there was, um, instead of Donald, there was Goofy and there was Lilo and Stitch. And I think, I think some of those characters in, in a lot of those locations, because um, out by uh, the golf course, they have the Mickey golf cart out, and then they tend to put some of the, the, the Fab Five out there in golf gear. And, and I think a lot of those change depending on when you hit some of those stops. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, in some instances it might be Goofy, in other instances it might be Donald. Um, you know, they, they tend to rotate through those. So, you know, our, our experience might have been slightly different than yours, depending on what time you hit that and what character happened to be out. So as we continue down the road, um, instead of going around the speedway this year, we basically just turned onto Bear Road. And the road to nowhere. Yeah, the road to nowhere. But new this year, which was I thought was really great, they put out a lot of villains. Yes. Yeah. So there was... Um, Hades. Yes. There was Jafar. There was the guy from Mulan. I think one of the Huns. Yes. Yep. I don't know his name. And and you know this this you know normally there was just the signs for the sharpies and near the water treatment spot. So I like that they added more characters here. They also had the um, Barbosa and uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and we had another little um, out and back that was added to add some distance. Uh, so we turned um, b- before Animal Kingdom instead of just going down Bear Road and taking that left. Um, before you get the Animal Kingdom, we actually made a right and did a short out and back, mm-hmm. um, which added some distance. Uh, yeah, which I taken away some of the other places with the with the changes in the course. Yeah. Um, so, so around this time is when you started to feel, I mean, you felt a little cruddy before, but this is when you were really just not happy. Ugly. Yeah, it got ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, do yeah, you... so, I, so we had all been kind of fighting a little sniffly something, um, you know, over most of the weekend. And, and you know, that, that's one of the things you need to be aware of when you run a lot of these multi-day races, especially if you're traveling, um, you know, traveling near the holidays, uh, the planes are really busy, you know, everybody's got something, right, you know, and, and I'm flying across country, so I'm in a plane for, you know, five plus hours, Lord knows what you're breathing in, um, and then you get to Walt Disney World, and you got a lot of other people there, um, so it, it's very important that you monitor how you feel, um, and that you be proactive about your health, because it's pretty easy to get a crud, um, you know, if you've read any of the Facebook groups about Run Disney, um, especially it seems like Walt Disney World Marathon because it just seems to be the cold time of year anyways. Um, you know, a lot of people get stuff. And, and we'd all been kind of sniffling, but nobody felt terrible. I had thrown up. You felt kind of bad Saturday night. Yep. I had thrown up Saturday night, but, you know, I just, you know, it was fine. Once I threw up, I was good. Yeah, so so everybody got up Sunday. Everybody felt pretty good on Sunday. And, mm-hmm. and we made it, you know, about halfway through. Um, and then all of a sudden... Um, my head did a 
did a loop and I got really dizzy. Um, and I just, I went from feeling fine to feeling not good at all. And I have never had that happen in a marathon. And so we had a pretty ugly second half of the marathon because I, I kept having to sit down because I was really getting very, very dizzy. Um, to the point where I was trying not to fall over. And so I kept sitting down, and Kim kept getting worried that I was sitting down, that I was never getting back up, because I'd sit down and put my head between my legs to try and not pass out. And Kim was trying to be a cheerleader, and by about the third time she tried to be the cheerleader, I was trying not to kick her. Mm. <laughs> but um, there was some ugly crying. I, we were, I forget exactly where we stopped for the bathroom. Well, okay, so, <laughs> so once we got into Animal Kingdom... Um, Cry. was the animal kingdom bathroom yeah we, well yeah uh, mm, no 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 that was the that that's where you were excited that we were in animal kingdom and normally well i mean i've been riding the roller coaster since i've been riding expedition everest probably um since the very humid i think it was 2013 is the first time i wrote it um so 2013 14 was 15. So I've, I've ridden the roller coaster three times in a row. And, and I'm like, Gail, you know, you probably don't want to ride the roller coaster. No, we don't want to ride the roller coaster. So we kept on running. Kept on going. You didn't you didn't break down there. Yes, you did break down there. Was that bathroom? Yeah, it was the bathroom. Okay, so tell people what happened. So, like I said, I had been feeling pretty cra crappy. And, and I don't cry. I mean, I just, I, I'm not a crier. It's not a normal response for me. And so that's how I knew that I really, really didn't feel good. Oh, this was your first cry. Yes. This was my first cry, right? So so I, I decided I had to go to the bathroom. And we were far away from the bathroom. And so we finally made it to the bathroom. At, like, we, we didn't stop at the first bathroom in Animal Kingdom because it was really crowded. And then I started to get a little sniffly. And I'm like, why am I crying about, like, having to wait for the next bathroom? But we, we stop in, in the second bathroom. It's The line's not so long. And there's about two people ahead of us and we're standing there and I literally burst into ugly tears <laughs> and Kim's like why are you crying we're in the bathroom it's okay we're gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stop crying and I was just like I felt that bad I was I was honestly pretty worried that I wasn't going to be able to finish and for those of you that aren't aware this was my 11th goofy and um third dopey and so I, I needed to finish because I wanted to keep my perfectly goofy status. Right, and so we weren't even we weren't even at mile thirteen yet. So no, she she so started crying at mile thirteen. So I'm like, okay, well, we're not going to ride Expedition Everest. Let's just keep on going. So we're we're going on the backside of Animal Kingdom and everything, and then we we basically get out of Animal Kingdom Park, and you basically um, skirt the parking lot and the park edge, and and you're walking around the front of the park, and we're seeing the Mickey Milers, and we're getting some caramels, and and we're still walking and everything. And Gail's like, I have to go to the medical tent and I'm like okay and I'm like we're at mile 12 we're at mile 12 we still have you know we still have a lot to go we still have you know another 12 plus miles to go and and then she sits down <laughs> and I'm like uh oh I really thought I was gonna pass out and I was like if I don't sit down you might be peeling me off the sidewalk yeah so we sat there for a good five minutes five minutes yeah mm-hmm and we kept putting biofreeze on our legs because I didn't want medical to come over and actually look at me because I didn't want them to tell me to stop. So I kept pretending that my legs hurt and I kept putting biofreeze on everything just so I could sit there for, for five minutes and just um, get my head from stop swirling. Um, so that was pretty much the MO for the rest of the race was, you know, run a couple miles, sit for about five minutes. Yeah, so what we did was, okay, so that's, over mile um, 13 and mile basically 14 to 17. So the next three minutes, I mean three minutes, the next three miles, which was probably like 45 minutes, um, it was, we kind of wow. ran, walked 30, 30s and really slow. Yeah, pretty much. And then... Um... And we passed, um, there were the uh, Haunted Mansion grave diggers were out. Um, there was... Oh, it's a funny picture. If you can, if you can lie down and get back up, it's a really funny picture. Yep. Um, 
I don't even remember any of the other character stops because I was just basically just, you know, we we found friends on dragging, the... Dragging my sad body. Yeah, we found friends. It was pretty sad when at I, we were at one overpass. Gail just basically sat on the edge of the bridge. <laughs> and I was like, oh, please don't jump. But then, then, then we had some marathon maniacs who 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 was also a perfectly goofy came over and basically said, "You're a perfectly goofy. Get your ass up!" And at um, which point he gave me a hug and I cried all over him. <laughs> yeah, I did dress my butt um, up to um, and through most of Wide World of Sports. So that yeah, was I was really happy to see him. One yeah. because I had Sarah Larry. to talk to. Yeah, and Larry, Larry basically, you know. Um, carried you through. So we turned into Wide World of Sports and um, we saw Jay Kathleen uh, uh, on, I think, mile 17. She gave us Coke and that yes, was amazing. Well, that was amazing. That really helped. That was, that was amazing. And at mile 17, they also had, um, I believe they had some bananas and they had sponges or not sponges, but um, washcloths, yep. which is great. And that was wonderful just to wipe off our faces and get the salt yes. off. Sports always feels like you're, I mean, and you're there for a number of miles. And so like, you're there for three long miles, three long winding miles. When you're, when you're unhappy and you're slow, it seems like about 14 miles. But the good thing about Wide World of Sports is um, there are some actual flushable bathrooms, which is a nice thing. We use those. Um, you sat outside uh, for another five minutes yeah, in one I of those. I sat on the table for a while and, and, and got my head back together. Um, but you also run on the track, and it's um, the nice rubber spongy. So, I mean, and that's a nice break for your knees at least. Well, and and this year, um, I mean, I had noticed it last year as well. But this year, I noticed the prime characters that they put out in Wide World of Sports. They had um, Sports Mickey. They had um, Sports Goofy on the track. They had Donald. They had Chip and Dale. Yeah, so they, they, they've... I think they've heard the feedback that it seems like you're in there for a really, really long time, right? Well, you are. It's three miles. <laughs> but um, to your point about the characters, you know, at that point of the race, people are pretty spread out. So, you know, you, you are getting the Fab Five characters for the most part out there with very short lines. Um, so it's a great place to stop and take pictures. So, Jessica, were there any lines when you went through? I mean, because by this time, we were really eating time. We were we were at least, I would say, an hour to uh, 45 minutes to an hour behind you. Uh, I don't really remember seeing any lines, to okay. be honest. It was, it was pretty easy going. It was pretty easy going. I kind of flew right through it, uh, even though for me, those miles are typically the hardest. Oh yeah, I think for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, because you're you're basically if you're going to hit the wall, you're going to hit it between seventeen to twenty one is where you're going to hit the wall. Yep. And that's where it is. So once you get out of in in Wide World of Sports, you sat down again on the curb, and we saw um, Patty Holiday, and we also saw um, uh, Yanni. And Yanni, Christmas. yes. Which, so that was a nice. That was a nice. That made me get off the curb when we ran into them, and we ran with them for a while, and they gave me um, a pep talk. You know, Patty was like, "How many marathons have you run and finished? Just get moving." <laughs> and it was yep. Patty's first marathon, so um, kudos for her for um, giving a pep talk to somebody who had done a number of them. Um, you know, when when she was doing her first so that that meant a lot to me and that was a that was a really good boost and and you know and then we have Yanni's husband who's running backwards taking pictures of all of us and we were all like Ugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well yeah him and I were having great fun because we both <laughs> felt really good and um so it was nice to talk to someone who was you know peppy and happy <laughs> because you know uh I, you know when 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 someone on the team goes down and is having a really bad day I mean Gail Gail was really happy when I was doing my death march two years before when I had chemo and so you know it was nice to not be in that position and be the happy one so I really enjoyed it and it was nice to share it with someone else who was happy um but you know <laughs> Laura Fry was out there as well and she helped she doctor helped you yeah she gave me um some nausea medicine and and, and looked at me and said you're fine keep walking <laughs> yep and then we also met up with Sid Bush again yes and so and and what Kimberly hasn't told you is um Every time I would burst into tears, she would take a picture. So there's some stunning photos of my 
of my marathon experience. <laughs> I knew they'd come in handy, so I wanted like, to make sure we documented yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So we've decided that we um, we've each had one crappy uh, Walt Disney World marathon, um, and that we do not need to repeat it. Um, but we we got it done. It wasn't pretty. But we're not even done yet, because let's yeah. talk about. So so first of all, we we got out of Wide World of Sports, and when you get out of Wide World of Sports, you do that. Um, you go back on, what's it called? Osceola? Osceola. 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 And then you, um, at mile 21, you turn um, into uh, Hollywood Studios. You do the overpass and you go up another world drive, another mile to mile 22 to world drive. And once you make that turn, you know that you are not going to be swept. Because when we were walking out a wide world of sports, they were the sweepers were there and they were shutting down the marathon course. Yeah, it wasn't even the balloon ladies; it was the big vacuum cleaners that clean up the course. Oh yeah, the balloon ladies were basically in wide world of sports somewhere. So we knew we had to keep on moving. So um, we turn into um, Hollywood Studios, the back side of Hollywood Studios, um, right behind uh, Tower of Terror. They normally have a candy stop. I guess um, I didn't even notice because I never eat the candy but they had switched from Hershey's to Dove this year that's what okay. Eddie McCoy of the marathon show had told me All and I can say is chocolate at that point just even when I feel good never sounds good yeah I never I never eat it but you know it's it's nice I, I mean it's a great it's at least it's not goo or cliff bar so I'm happy about that but um, after, after that, you just have to go through the tunnel. And then once you go out the other side of the tunnel, which is, um, wasn't it like, um, oh, it was the tram tour tunnel. So yep. the um, seamstress, the uh, props. But was, yeah, but it was all blacked out this year, so there wasn't. So they must be doing something in there as well. I don't know if that's Star Wars related as well. Because usually you can see um, a lot of costumes and everything and all the windows were blacked out. Remember it was like just disco lights. Yep. Yep. And that was kind of like annoying, but, yeah, um, I, cried. I think I cried through the tunnel. Yeah, you did because, well, you <laughs> cried, you cried in the tunnel because you wanted to go to the bathroom again. And I told you it <laughs> wasn't until another mile and that's when you burst into tears again. <laughs> but, but once she got out of the tunnel, I was really happy because the, um, the containment suit guy from Monsters um, Inc. was there. The one who gets the socks stuck on him and he has to get shaved down, that one was there. And then you you actually were laughing when we took our photo with that. So I was I was really happy about that. Because I knew we were, you know, worst case, we could just walk and finish at that point. So you go through, by this time the park is open because we are we are approaching a seven-hour marathon. And the park is open and there's actual, you know, um, guests. guests in the park and um, the uh, Mike and Sully are out and you're going down river um, rivers of America you're going down streets of America and through the park out um, through Hollywood Studios and uh, into the um, canal um, I don't even know what they call it it's not a boardwalk but a canal to the boardwalk and beach club area where, where Angela was there from uh, Racing the Dream with uh, Nacho, her bulldog. Um, and Angela had cold sodas and food. And um, uh, she comes out every year with her dog, Nacho, her big uh, bulldog, who uh, sits in the chair. Um, and so you get uh, dog kisses and, and uh, uh, hugs from Angela and food. So um, that was another thing that really, really saved my race, too. Um, Angela gave us a, a cold Diet Coke, uh, which was amazing at that point um, and was really, really helpful. So, you know, thanks to Angela and, and Racing the Dream, um, another really great group um, that we had spent time with over, over the weekend. So thanks to them. That, that really, really helped. Um, that's sort of what got me through, I think, the last of it until I ran into um, Becca, Sean, and my parents. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. At mile 24. Oh, that's right. We had Meryl, didn't we? Meryl, who we weren't even to, expecting to see. All of a sudden, we just, Meryl pops just screams, <laughs> pops out again, and I was beyond happy to see her. I, I don't think I've ever been happier to see someone in my entire life. I was so, ex except for Rebecca, of course, but <laughs> I was so excited to see Meryl because Meryl, for the next two miles, would not shut up. It was fabulous. 
Yeah, so, so she was talking with us and, and telling us... No, she was talking life. at us. She wasn't yeah, talking to us. Telling us funny life stories, trying to get us distracted, keep us moving. Because I finally, I finally hit the wall at mile like 24 and a half, and I was all done. Oh, thank you. But I was, I was oh, done. <laughs> so, so basically, we hit um, mile twenty-four, which is the backside of Boardwalk Inn and Villas, and you go across the bridge to um, the yacht club, and then you wrap around to the beach club and to the beach club villas, and then you wrap around again to the Friendship Gate at the backside of um, Epcot Park, and then you go in the back of Epcot. Um, through the United Kingdom, and you you make a hard right, and you run over the they bridge in right right into France, which was um, mile twenty five. And when you see mile twenty five, I don't care who you are when you're running a marathon, you are there is nothing. I mean, than other than seeing mile twenty six, but mile twenty five, you know that you have one more mile to go. It's just like I a think Ragnar. I cried there too. I think I cried pretty much all the way around. Well, yeah, because we ran into some Mickey Milers, and they were like, how is she? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't look at her. Don't speak to her. Keep <laughs> don't on make going. eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, we but they had. coming up to me going, you don't look good. And the second they would say that, I burst into tears. <laughs> yeah, so so the they had all the characters out for the World Showcase. And um, Meryl basically was running in with us. And um, she... Um, she had, what did they have? They had Sleeping Beauty out. They had um, Jasmine out um, with Aladdin. Um, I think they had. Yeah, we, did, we took some pictures at this point, didn't we, if I remember correctly? I don't remember. I really don't remember. And, um, but I, I know that we were just, I had um, texted uh, Rebecca because she was having margaritas and, and she was there waiting for us in Mexico with margaritas. And I told her we were, or I told Meryl to text her. And, but I told her before, no margaritas, ixnay on the margaritas. Um, but I was just trying to get us into Mexico. And that's when we ran into Rebecca. So Rebecca, how'd we look? <laughs> well, I mean, I was there with Sean and, you know, I'd already seen Jessica quite like earlier. four hours ago. Yeah, and she looked, you know, amazing and was just full of zip and vinegar. And you guys were um, stark contrast to Jessica. <laughs> Thank um, you. You know, we'd had lunch, we'd had a margarita. Uh, I was there with Gail's parents. And, you know, the whole time we were getting updates on the course, and Gail's mom was just very concerned um and so of course gail promptly gets hugged by her mother and bursts into tears and my mom god bless her goes you can stop honey i'm like i'm point two from the finish and i've made it this far they're just let go and let me finish <laughs> i'm like yes yeah, we were a little bit helping. more than point two but yeah. we, we but dragged like, you're her. not helping yeah you're yeah, not helping so i i popped into and um the four of us kind of you know sauntered through that last little leg of Epcot and sent you guys down that last little um, alleyway backstage. But we did take, we did take us a bird selfie before before we left you guys. Yeah, so it was good. Um, I was, you know, I think, Gail, you know, you did hit the wall and you were worried that you weren't going to finish. And so we were kind of telling you really that at this point you could, like, stand still and you would still finish I mean you were that close so it was that was one that I I think everybody was glad was over um mm -hmm. when it finally got over and thank goodness it wasn't you know pouring down rain or freezing cold or all of the other um weather events that you have from year to year well again it makes me glad that I get out there and I'm able to spectate and um be supportive of you guys who do this tremendous effort. Hey, I love it every year you're there, but when I feel like duty, it's it's a thousand times better that you're there. So, you know, that meant, you know, everybody who who checked on me and, and if I ugly cried on you, I'm sorry, but it, it I didn't ugly cry because I wasn't happy that you were checking on me. I was just having a really bad day. But, you know, to that point, if I was going to have a really bad race, you know, thank goodness it was at Disney where, I had Kimberly running with me. I, I knew that you guys were out on the course. We had a number of people, Meryl and everybody who were spectating. Uh, Mickey Milers were out there. Racing the Dream was out there. Team and training. Team and training. Kathleen. 
Um, Hughie was out there who, who volunteers who, who had called earlier and asked us if she wanted us to bring anything and had that Diet Coke for me. I mean, had the Coke for me, which was a huge, a huge help. And then, you know, the great thing about Disney is you just run into people that you know on the course. And, you know, when you're having a hard time and you're struggling, just having people come up and talk to you and, and, and distract you and, and say, hey, can make a world of difference. Because um, Kim was trying really hard, but, you know, after four hours of Kim trying really hard, you know, we, we, we were struggling still. Um, and, and so it was nice for both of us that, you know, if this happened, it happened somewhere where we knew so many people and we knew that there was people looking out for us. So, um, well, and I think this kind of also goes to show that, I mean, you're obviously an experienced runner and to be able to, that people have bad races. You have Oh yeah, races. ugly races. And it can start yeah. out great and the second half can suck. <laughs> right. So, I mean, this, you, you can have your bad days on any given race. You still haven't convinced me to do a marathon, I'm happy to say, and um, I'll, I'd rather sit out there and spectate in Mexico any day of the week, but I think that that's also an important lesson to take away from your experience that you've shared with us today, is that every once in a while you have those really, really ugly runs, those ugly crying tears, I want to get off the course, I'm done with this run run. Yeah, and it would have been, like I said, it would have been a vastly different race if it hadn't happened at Disney. I don't know if I would have stuck it out, right? Um, but I stuck it out in part. I mean, honestly, I wanted to keep my perfectly goofy. I'm not going to lie about that. Well, um, But the support and, and um, having everybody there made a huge difference. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, there was no way I was going down <laughs> with you on my watch and losing your perfectly goofy title on my watch. There was no way I was holding having that over my head. So I didn't care if I had to pick you up or drag you or whatever or be the most annoying yeah. person in the world. What we haven't said is the even better thing is it took us longer to do this one than it did um, the, the cancer run. So we finally gotten rid of you know i didn't i i never thought that title i never thought that perfect that um what is that the personal worst record would ever fall so in 2014 um when we when it was the inaugural dopey challenge we did the full marathon in seven hours and 28 minutes and something seconds who the hell knows but this year i didn't think i didn't think we could we did it. We broke our record. Gail, what was the finishing time? It was what, like 7.38 or something like that? Well, I thought it was 7.35. Okay, well, so I was making it seem worse. But the nice thing to know is we never have to talk about the cancer race again because we have one that was even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that I You're beat welcome. I beat You're you. Welcome. <laughs> so, well, you, were, you, you at least kept moving on the cancer run. I kept sitting down. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if I had if I had laid down when I had cancer, I wouldn't have gotten up. But, you know, the special thing for me was not only did I share another uh, seven hours. And, okay, so um, the thing that I want to say is that not only did I get to spend another seven hours and, and 35 minutes of quality time with you, we actually, when we did um, turn the corner and see the finish line, we ran in hand in hand together, and I thought that was awesome it was because i wouldn't have finished without you and that's that's 100 percent true so thank so, you for that oh let's you're so welcome do that. let's not ever do that again i agree <laughs> the, the 740 time again no 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 i'm fine with 740 if we're doing it because we're having fun i'm not fine if it's 740 because somebody feels crappy so i vote we don't ever do that again i second that vote yes plus that way it, we can we can have a mark we could Sean and my parents and still finish ahead of the seven and a half hours. Yeah. Well, so any tips for someone who is going to be running, who says, oh my God, this experience that you just shared was so magical. I'll have to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you might want to refer to Jessica's experience. Yeah. So Jessica, what would be your one big takeaway for marathon? This marathon. Ooh. One big takeaway for that whole for that race. I think it's important to pace yourself if you can. I think it's important to also remember you are at Disney and you can have fun. Uh, you got 
guys know me as being not necessarily competitive, but I do try, I always try to do my best for time. But even, you know, I, towards the end, I just, I was fine with getting pictures with characters. And some, I think my favorite picture I got was actually my selfie with Mickey Mouse right before the finish line, um, when it was right there. In the shoot? I would say just remember that, yes, it is a race, but you can, you, you can still have fun. And you pay a lot of money for it. Yeah, you pay a lot of money for it. So, you know, we always joke that when it takes us seven and a half hours, at least we got our money's worth, right? Yeah, I think I think my big takeaway, um, I, I definitely agree with Jessica. I think that the reason why you do these run Disney races, and especially the marathon, which was so dear, you know, this was my eighth time doing the marathon, and I'll have to say that, you know, all eight times have been different experiences. But I've learned something, and I've, I'm so proud of the fact that I've completed eight Walt Disney World marathons. And... Um, I just think it's such a special race. I think that um, everyone, you know, you don't have to do eight of them. You don't have to come and and try to be a perfect or a legacy or whatever. But I think that um, if you are going to choose um, the Walt Disney World Marathon as your first race, I would highly recommend it. And if you haven't had a chance to get down to Florida in January and run this race, I think you, I don't even know why you're waiting. You, You should definitely put it on your list. This is a great, yeah, this is a great race weekend. If you're going to pick one, this is kind of the all-star of the Run Disney race weekends, especially in Florida. Um, it's been around kind of the longest, um, and, and they do a bang-up job. Um, it, you know, as someone who's run 11 Goofies, you know, you, you heard kind of a horror story from me um, for this year, but 11 Goofies, three Dopies, I've had one bad experience, and it was only half of a race, right? So, you know statistically speaking that's that's pretty good right when you when you add up all the miles and all the races um for, for that number of except years. for except for 2010's half marathon that was horrible <laughs> <sighs> but you know it, it I, I really that wasn't even for me all that bad i just didn't feel that great it was really just the one you know if i had to chalk up a bad race right i just didn't do as good as i'd hoped i'd done you know on, on some of those other ones but it it wasn't because I felt as bad as I felt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, you know, I say don't let that dissuade you. Um, you know, my, my, my statistical average is pretty good. Um, like I said, when you look at the number of races and the, and the number of miles, and to the point that I said earlier, if I'd have had a race like this anywhere else, it, it would have been a very different um, outcome. It would have been a very different experience. But the fact that I had my bad race at Disney, you know, surrounded by family, surrounded by friends, by you know, people that I knew that were on the course, whether running with us or, or being out there as volunteers or, um, you know, people that were on the sidelines that were, that were cheering. I mean, you don't get that everywhere. Um, and well, that made a huge difference. Well, and, and frankly, there's not many places in the United States where you could run a seven-hour and 35-minute <laughs> marathon and not be last. I mean, I mean, I would think that you know, Chicago would be one place. Um, New York City Marathon would be one place. Honolulu Marathon would be another place. But I mean, there's not—you'd be swept. So it—it's a great—it's a great race for, um, you know, people yeah, who are a, starting a, out. And that's what's great about—they're very welcoming to to people of all abilities. Obviously, you know, they ask that you train to a 16-minute mile, um, which I think is is what you need to do. Um, so that you don't have to worry about the sweepers. But, you know, the great thing about Disney is as long as you keep moving and, and as long as you keep going, um, they want you to finish, right? They want you to have a good experience. They want you to enjoy the course. Um, and, and I think that that's huge. So it's a great it's a great first marathon. It's a great place to have a bad marathon <laughs> if you're going to have one. Um, so, you know, I, I, w- I would say we try it. Um, so for, for those of us that ran, all, you know, some variety of races over Walt Disney World Weekend 2016. Becca, are you coming back next year running? Well, if they haven't, if you haven't convinced everybody else to run Dopey or to do the full marathon, they can join me in Mexico. Um, but yes, I I have done this uh, some run for a couple of years now and have had some sporadic years. But I will do some form of run next marathon uh, weekend in January of. 2017 I'm looking forward to it you guys always make it interesting and (laughs) it's not so much the course or the run as the friends so it'll be fun next year 
Right, Jessica, you in next year? Oh yeah, Dopey 2017. I'll be there. Alright, and obviously Kim and I are in. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to pry Dopey and Goofy out of our cold dead hands. <laughs> so, um, thanks to everybody. Um, you know, great weekend. Um, if, if you haven't listened uh, to the other three podcasts where we talk about uh, the 5K, the 10K, and the half, uh, we encourage you to do so. Like I said, it's one of all of our favorite uh, Run Disney weekends. We, we enjoy it a lot. Um, the, the signature weekend uh, for Run Disney in Florida. Um, so, so check it out. Um, and we will be back with the next podcast um, where we all take off and we fly across the country and we do Star Wars. So if you have any questions, um, you can send them to runalltheraces at yahoo.com. And if you um, would be uh, so kind, if you could rate and review us on iTunes, we'd greatly appreciate that. So for yeah, all of yeah. us. For... Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. So run all the races. Come check us out. And for Photobomb Becca, Becca, for um, Perfectly Goofy Gale, and for Tiny Tiki, this is Kimberly Markey, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.